Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to part two of five ways to overcome energy burnout. So if you haven't listened to part one, you want to go over to Aligned and Unstoppable with Emily Ahrens. Kristen and Emily and I have been talking about what we're seeing trends wise as far as energy burnout and how it shows up for us personally. And now we're going to be talking about things you can actually do to get through it, which I think is so important. And we're going to be sharing different ways that have helped us all. And so with that being said, let's get into it. So we talked about the different phases. I was kind of and kind of still am in the goo phase. And we talked about the phases of Kristen and Emily, where Kristen feels like she's just kind of sitting there in the sunlight and she just come out of the place where she was all transformed and she's got her butterfly wings and Emily, you're like preparing to fly. You're getting into that place. So I think that some of these steps can go with different phases and some of these steps may just be for every phase. And one of the things that I've done personally in this goo phase and almost have been forced into is the cleansing, healing, detoxing, releasing phase. So the releasing phase, I'm a person that doesn't like to be perceived as flighty. And I like to have my notes and I like to have, I like to plan things. However, I've had to accept imperfection where when I go into a structured environment, I don't really love too much structure. I've had to say, you know what? I can't show up for this meeting or you know what? I just can't control it anymore. And so for me in the goo phase, releasing all the expectations, releasing the things that I think I should do with the, with mm. the air quotes, because mm-hmm. if we're saying should, we probably shouldn't do it anyway. <laughs> and uh, cleansing and detoxing. So for me, release too is like behavior patterns, old behavior patterns, old ways I'm treating my body, old routines that I have. And so for me, I had some health concerns. I came back and I wasn't able to swallow or talk really well. And so I was in this place of cleansing my diet. And I thought I was eating super healthy. I was vegan, gluten-free, soy-free. And it was like, no, this is like a cleanse for you that you need. And detoxing, like the stuff that's not helping me, the people in my life that might be too negative or that is not really helping me kind of feel like we're in a great match. Mm -hmm. There's so many things we can detox in our lives and it shows up in different ways. So I wanted to ask you both, has this shown up for you and and what's been helpful in these, these steps? I'll go with you, Emily. Okay, great. As far as that first step of releasing and cleansing and detoxing, I think that when we're starting to reach that place of burnout, I think we're all like innately going towards doing that. I know when I get to the place, even on a day-to-day basis, or even throughout my cycle, if I'm at that stage where I'm like, ah, 
sometimes like cleaning and detoxing can actually help me to feel a little bit more in control. But also I'm like, get the stuff out of my space that's not supposed to be here. So whether it's my physical space or in my physical body, my, my container, I think that's that first stage that like we innately want to do is like, get it clear. We need a clean slate, wipe the board, get all the muck out of the space. And for me, especially as doing an energy healing, as much as I do, that is cleansing and clearing the space. Even as you were talking about that, I was like, I need to light some sage right now. We need to move some of this energy out. It's like a knee jerk reaction is always that first step of clearing and releasing. Like, I think the best thing that we can do when we get to that point of like burnout and like breakdown is to like, just call it like, okay, stop, clear out the stuff as much as we can before we can move on to that like next phase. Yeah, I agree. And we've had a lot of Virgo influence as well with Virgo and retrograde. And just, we've had some of these periods of time uh, not too far off from where we are. And it's like another call for organization, (laughs) which I think is really important and healing, Mm. which is really important too. So I do want to chat with you, Kristen, but I'm going to ask you a little different question. So one of the things I wanted to say is when nothing's working, because when we're in burnout, we feel like nothing is really happening or it's just not working the way we want it to work. We have to have endurance. So I feel like you know a lot about endurance. (laughs) I wanted to ask you, what tips do you have for people to help build endurance to keep going? So I think about like watering a garden and putting my energy, my time, my love, my money, whatever it is, is that water. And that hose, when you're trying to do too many things and have endurance to do it all, you know, it's almost like there's these holes in the water stream and it's going everywhere instead of where you want. Oh yeah. So what I do to keep my endurance is definitely treat myself well, like you guys have already talked about, Mm -hmm. like eat well, you know, make sure I'm exercising, meditating, clearing my energetic space, clearing my calendar is another one. Mm. Making sure that only the right things that I want to um, be putting my time and energy to are actually happening. And keeping yourself strong and it's strong emotionally, strong physically, strong energetically. We just had a new moon. And so I did a full cleanse on myself, really got focused on what I want to accomplish and made a kind of a action plan for myself. Mm. And that helps me with endurance because it's showing the subconscious, like this is what we're doing. And we're not putting anything in the way of of where we want that water to go. We're not wasting any time on a thing that maybe we're not getting anything back from, or they take too much energy or time or whatever it is. Oh, I love that. That's so very good. And so release, change, detox, and endurance. And I love how you gave that actionable step of clearing your calendar and and also working with the moon, I think is just so beautiful as well. And it, it kind of gives you a tangible way of, your cycle and what you're going through. 
So another symptom that we've seen too is when you feel like your back is up against a wall. Like when we feel, I don't have any energy to do anything else. I don't have any energy to actually force a change here. Or when we feel like we're supposed to do something. And so Emily, I think you brought up get scrappy. Like that was the actionable step. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Oh, definitely. I think we've all been in a place in some shape or form throughout our life where things have gotten really difficult. And sometimes it was when we were younger or throughout our lives as we grow up. And what I mean by get scrappy is, I don't know about you, but when I was at that place and I was, I've been a healer for most of my life. And when I was really broke and in those broke cycles, I had to figure out ways like, okay, you need to come up with X amount of money today so that you keep your car or whatever the thing was. Like it was like immediate and I needed to do it right then. And so it's like, okay, maybe this is how I would make money before, but I also have these other skill sets, or maybe I can trade time for something, or maybe I can get rid of my clothes or donation or consign, or that thing that I've been having in my closet, that's actually really valuable. Maybe I could sell it because I've been meaning to do that. So like when your back's up against the wall and it like, it's like, it's forcing you. I know I did an episode a while ago, my podcast around finding like, you have to take responsibility to make money. And it was funny, like my guides showed me a Play-Doh Fun Factory when I was coaching somebody one day. And basically they're like, you take the Play-Doh, you mush it up and you put it in the machine and then you squish down and then the noodles come out. And it was like, no, you make the money. Like you do it. You have to make the money. So I took that analogy as like, Oh, like a lot of spiritual folks are like, I'm just manifesting it. And oh my God, how many times have I offered programs and people like, I really want to join your program. So I'm going to work on just manifesting it. I'm like, what does that actually mean? Like, no, (laughs) you have to go to the Play-Doh Fun Factory and you make it. So like, what are you going to do? And I think a lot of people get offended by that. Maybe that could be a little triggering for some folks hearing me say like, no, it's your responsibility to make the money, Plato. But that's part of it is like, I think that is a gift in some ways when our back's up against the wall to realize that things that we've been doing aren't working anymore. Using our intuition, using our spirit team, finding that way to innovate because what we've been doing is getting us into this predicament. So obviously that's not working. We have to do Mm. something different. And being scrappy is, I think, another term for innovation. And I think that is what has always led me to innovate is my intuition. It's like, oh, what about this other thing? Okay. I hate doing this and I hate how this launch made me feel. How can I not feel that way? What's, how does it get better than this? So creating innovation when what you've been doing is not working is really, that's big for me, whatever, no matter what phase it is, because even if it is resting or even if it is growth, like how can we do it in a better way that makes us feel our best? That's so good. I love that you replace that with innovation. I feel like that gives a different perspective. And I do think that that's so triggering for people or can be, but it's something we need to talk about. Because I have definitely had the same 
experience where people saying, I'll just manifest or, or they'll say, well, you know, I'm just going to wait for a sign. And really it gives all the power away. Like you need to bring it in as a responsibility for yourself and you're choosing something. So for me, for an example, it's like, how do I get in the goo? I can just sit there and be really grumpy and resentful, or I could eat healthier. And that's something I'm doing for myself. I'm choosing to have 64 ounces of green smoothie a day (laughs) or drinking this huge gallon of water. So it's more about like, are we being responsible? Are we actually going to say, you know, I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to make a new step in a different direction and realize that what I've been doing in the past isn't working for me anymore. So I'm going to figure it out. And I know that spirit's got my back with that too. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. So another thing that we talked about too, and I'd love for you to comment on this, Kristen, (laughs) because you had this wonderful phrase that I love, but it was about the butterfly and be the goo. So can you elaborate on be the goo? That's actually a step that we need to take. Yeah. You know, instead of fighting against the goo, like I must perform, I must do the thing, I must do, do, do. It's like, just be that goo, feel the emotions of it, feel the loss, feel the loss of what you thought was going to happen or who you thought you were going to be or who you thought somebody else was going to be and allow those emotions to flow through you. And then, you know, the goo is actually a very powerful place because it's kind of the subconscious, Mm -hmm. it's the shadow. It's what we don't really show to the world, you know, because we need to be strong and independent women and business owners and blah, blah, blah. We all have goo. And if we're not allowing that goo to happen, we're really not growing. There's no butterfly without the goo. You just stay this little caterpillar who doesn't know how to, doesn't know the beauty of life, right? So how do I be the goo? I clear my calendar. I cry. I ask for help. I have this beautiful, you know, circle of healers that I go to when I need help. You know, yes, I've been a healer for 35 years and I still go and get sessions done because we can't do it all ourselves, especially when we're the goo. When we're the goo, we have to receive. We have to, you know, allow that in. I think that's so important that we forget that we don't have to do everything by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And even though you can give yourself Reiki, it's nice to go get a session from somebody. Like you don't have to do all the things, right? Like you don't have to be the healer and receive. You can actually just receive. Like that's the thing. You just receive. Yeah. But also like think about if you're going to a healer who's not getting healing. Right. Right. That's true. 100%. 
work on your stuff, man. Like you got to. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're just going to be all nasty and give dirty bathwater people. <laughs> I say. Like you got to clear your energy. That's a hundred percent. So be the goo and, you know, knowing that you don't have to know all the answers, like know that you don't have to know, which I think is really important. And then time off. And this is another yeah. huge one. And you know, I feel like alone time is important. That can be part of your time off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get cards from my spirit guides that say, go outside, stop thinking so much, remember to play. And so my time off can be, you know, I'm going to go over to so-and-so in the moment, inspired, or maybe it's a planned time off. Like you had mentioned, Kristen, where you're clearing your calendar and it's like, nothing is there and I'm not going to do anything. Or I'm going to do what I feel inspired to do in that time, but it's not going to be work or, you know, it's not mm -hmm. going to be just energy draining, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time for a massage. It's just really allowing yourself to have time off. And one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs think is, but if I take time off, I'm not making money or I'm taking time off, the business won't run. And honestly, when you take time off, you are recharging your energy so that you can one, get your energy in a place where you're excited about your business again. Mm -hmm. And two, I've had so many times when I'm walking or I'm enjoying something playful and not even thinking mm -hmm. about work, that's when all the sales come in. And another thing yeah. too, is when you take time off, you generally get more intuitive messages about creativity and inspired things that you do want to run in your business and that you do really feel excited about, which is so important. So I'm going to recap and then I'm going to ask you all one question before we end. So one step you can take to get through it, it's kind of three in one, it's release, cleanse and detox, let stuff go that's not working for you anymore in all different areas of your life and be good to your body and healthy for your body and mind and spiritual and energy maintenance. Two, build your endurance. So Kristen talked to, about a great way to build a schedule that can work for you, but keep going, find that light, do that one thing, double down on your meditation, whatever it is, know that you don't have to do it all, but at least do one thing to help you keep going and get scrappy, which Emily turned into innovation, get innovative with things, which it, things that can change. You're not going to be able to do the same thing that you did before and expect it to keep working. If you're a different person and your energy is in a different alignment, then you have to do something different and be the goo. Allow yourself not to have all the answers. And it's okay if you don't know all the answers from your spirit guides in the moment. I know that my listeners are going to be but I'm trying to get the intuitive message. Sometimes your spirit guides are not privy to know and you are not ready to know either. And then finally take some time off. So really quickly before we end, Emily, what is the one thing that's really helped you get through burnout? The one word is play. Play. Yes. When I can focus on play, I nurture my inner child. I go swing. I rollerblade. I treat myself to a fun day. I do something that makes me laugh. I dance. I sing like play. Love it. Kristen, how about you? For me, it's nature. I've built into my schedule every day going for walks outside my house, which there's trees and mountains everywhere. One day a week, I take a hike and immerse myself or go swimming in the ocean or whatever it is. And then once a month, I do a whole weekend. Mm. So I've always got it built in. So I have nature around me all the time. I love it. For me, it's hard to break down into one. But I think the biggest one I've needed to do is rest. And I'm not necessarily just talking about bodily rest. I'm talking about mental rest. 
where I'm just letting myself not think about things and to truly just let go. And I think that's been so helpful because our body can sit there, but our mind just goes some like so many thoughts are coming in. So allowing yourself to rest. And if you can't rest like that, then do something that's enjoyable that distracts you from thinking about all those things that can be playing, having fun, traveling, whatever it is, just allow yourself to be in joy, but also like get your mind to rest, which I think is really important. So I'm going to put everyone's links in our show notes so you can find Kristen and you can find Emily. And thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate this. And I know our listeners do with these words of wisdom that you all have. And I will be back next week with a regular episode. And don't forget to check out our Sunday mini episodes all about the energy for the week. But until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com. And you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at messenger of spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the sound advice FM network. Sound advice FM. Women's Voices Amplified.